Welcome to the Sure IDC podcast, the show about anything and everything. This is Lucas, and let's see what topic we can get into today. We talk about movies, songs, video games, board games, food, books, personality traits, animals, history, anything and everything you can think of. So sit back, relax, because we're just here to have a good old time. Man, that movie was so good. Oh, yeah. Have you read the book? What? There is a book? I didn't know that. Well, the book is better. I don't know. That movie was pretty good. The book. The movie. No, the book. No, the movie. Have you ever had a situation like that? Where A, you find out or you tell someone else that the movie was based on a book series? Or B, you find you fight over whether the book or movie was better? Well, today we're going to talk about the books that have been made into movies or series. And to join me in that conversation, you haven't heard from him in quite a long time, but that is Jonathan. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I am doing swell. Did you like that intro? I did. (laughs) I enjoyed it a lot. I know, right? Mixing it up a little bit. Um... So, uh, thanks for being on the show. Um, we all know that you uh, are a Burke, a Burke person. Gosh, a book. I love Burke. You just love Burke so much, don't you? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, great. This is going to be a great episode when I can't talk. <laughs> Heck yeah, those are the best episodes. Um, no, but uh, everyone obviously knows that you are a book person. You have been on, I'm pretty sure, every episode that I have done talking about a, a book. You are my go-to book person. Um, like, I love that. Like you have thousands and thousands of books. I wish. <laughs> like thousands <laughs> and thousands. Like he, his room is practically like a library. I would say I'm in the 600s. Oh my God. And I say I would say because I count them, but <laughs> I'm in the 600s. He counts them, if that tells you anything. There's like a reel on Instagram or something that's like if they say that if you have a thousand books, it's considered a library. But I call my six hundred a library too. Oh, you so. need four hundred more. We'll get there. <laughs> Give me a few years. Yeah. So, what is your overall opinion of books being made into movies and series? Like, just kind of give us a broad spectrum idea of what your thought process is on that. Well, so I have an obsessive personality. When I find something that I like, I will, like, take as much of it as I can. So saying that if there's, like, a book series that I've read that I really love and there's a movie of that, I love it. It's something um, more from that world that I can enjoy. And so as a whole, I generally like movies that are based off books. Okay. So there's not a, so, so your initial response to a book that you love or a series that you love being made into a movie or a TV show, your initial response is excitement, not, not, oh my gosh, they're going to ruin it. Yeah. Um, for the most part, I, there's always that concern that they're going to ruin my favorite parts from the book, Mm -hmm. but 
initially I'm excited to hear that something I love is being made into a movie or TV show. Yeah. Yeah. I, as, as the podcast goes on, we'll probably dive deeper into this, of course, but you know, there is out of, out of just my history, there have been times where I'm all like, Oh, I bet this is going to be really good. Uh, you know, I'm not worried about it at all. And then there's definitely moments when I go, oh my gosh, they better not ruin it. Because if they do, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> right. So I feel like there's definitely, I've definitely had both of those feelings of excitement and just worry that they're going to not do a good job. So I guess, um, what is kind of the, I mean, there's, there, there has to be some kind of process that you do or they do when you turn a book into a movie. Do you think like your ideal book to movie, is it literally just the book in movie form, like literally copying the book word for word for the script and having like every scene, the exact scene? Uh, you know, in the book and stuff? Or do you like when they kind of take liberties in the script or take liberties in the scenes and stuff? It's a hard question. I feel like... (laughs) It's supposed to be hard. No, I'm just kidding. I feel like it depends on uh, which book they're turning into a movie. Mm. Um, Obviously, when it's something that you've read a lot, you recognize the words from the page, and then you see that they did use the lines from the book word for word Mm -hmm. that's always a great feeling to see stuff that you recognize from your favorite moments in those scenes and um, in the dialogue Um, there are a few that maybe they've made a few changes that kind of worked better and so Mm -hmm. I think it really depends on how much um, the author themselves were involved to me and this is a caveat that we can talk about later in the uh, later on. But if the author has approved the changes, mm. sometimes to me, it I'm okay with that. Yeah, there are a few times where I totally disagree, but I mean, it's their world. I guess they can do whatever they want <laughs> with it. Um, yeah. But I follow like the author V. E. Schwab on Instagram and. She has a couple projects. I, I like that's the, get her uh, email newsletters. That's like the Invisible Life of Addie LaRue writer, right? Yeah, that's uh, the author of if that If you haven't book. listened to that and... episode, go check that one out. Anyway, okay. shameless plug over. Shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so she has a couple of her books that are in the works, mm-hmm. like very early stages um, mm-hmm. that are like planned to be a movie or a TV show. And so it's interesting hearing her perspective on everything um, of just like, like obviously there's a lot of approval and you need producers and all the Hollywood side of things is like, it can take a really long time for projects to get underway. Yeah. Um, So I think if they choose the right material, that probably helps things get moved along a lot faster. Yeah. Um, but that's when you, if it's popular, you do have to be careful with what you change and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, not everything's going to work for movie. Not with everything, yeah. not everything that they wrote in the book is going to work for movie lines flowing. Well, I mean, you would think that the writer writing the book, the author would be good at writing, but I guess at the end of the day, 
there's two different forms of writing script writing and and storytelling in word book form so Mm -hmm. you know you you would hope that just everything could kind of line up perfectly and kind of just fold over on each other and match but i don't think that's how that works half the time even though i really wish that it did in some cases um but uh, i mean even doing like cutting out scenes from the book and adding scenes in but having the same plot happen from the book if you if you know what i mean mm-hmm. like oh this is in the book they just weren't here <laughs> right like locations and stuff so that's kind of interesting how they kind of change locations and stuff like that too um but uh but yeah having the author involved that's something that i didn't have initially in the script um but that is an interesting uh topic um i'm gonna kind of kind of do a side uh rabbit hole early on we're only nine minutes into this but uh have you ever like reached out to an author and had them respond to you no, um, the, the, said, I know I sound said, so disappointed. You said that was so much sadness. You're like, no. Well, that would be my dream. Having like one of my favorite authors talk to me. Um, so, uh, some friends and I do like a pumpkin painting party every Halloween mm-hmm. and we each do our own thing. I do something from a book every year. Oh. And so I've like tagged. Aaron Morgenstern, who wrote The Night Circus, and V.E. Schwab, uh, <laughs> who wrote Addie Leroux and A Darker Shade of Magic. Yeah. Um, in my pictures on Instagram, uh, I tagged their Instagram photos. Hopefully they'll, they'll see what I did with their, um, like with their stories. I painted them on a pumpkin. Uh, but no, I've never gotten any response from that. Oh. Said they just just but also i i suck at art so <laughs> well they're probably like what is what am i looking at you know right when now? in doubt just think that it's not really them controlling their social medias you know it's someone else and so that makes it a good excuse right mm. <laughs> you're like no i don't know like no we each post a lot of stories yeah where she's I think she's in control of hers, but well, it's fine. I'm not bitter. Well, the reason I bring this up is because I actually have. What? Yeah. Um, it was the author of a book series. I don't know if I've talked to you about this, but you need to read it if you haven't read it yet. It's a, it's kind of a younger adult. Not younger adult, but it is very... I don't know how to explain it. It's not young adult, but it's not old adult. I don't know. Anyway... It's a new genre called New Adult. <laughs> new Adult, no. It's a, I mean, it's an older series. I mean, I think there's like 16 books in the series. It's that Ranger's Apprentice Oh yeah. Um, series. And I really love that. Like, I would want to reread it again, which I probably should honestly do that. And I want to do a podcast ep- episode over it, like a series over it, but at some point in time. But um, I guess I'll have to read those. You do it. need to read those. Please do. They're real. I feel like they're... I feel like you would read them super fast. They're really easy, uh, fast reads, in my opinion. And, and if you're like a go go getter book reader, I feel like you would read them so fast. But anyway, um, he was his name's John Flanagan. He's the author of the book. And when I was a, a younger in high school, I was wanting a movie to be made of The Rangers Apprentice, and so 
you know, I had his, I think I, I don't know. I don't know. It was a different time 10 years ago or whatever, but uh, I think I found like his fan email or maybe his email. I don't know, but I made, I wrote him an email asking him, I really love your books. You know, I'm a really big fan. Have you ever thought about, I don't know. It's kind of funny. Cause I was like, have you ever thought about writing, um, making it into a movie? I'm an inspiring actor. <laughs> <laughs> trying to find my put me in your film trying to find my plug in life <laughs> um he's canadian and um he actually <laughs> that that's not important at the moment but it is about to be important oh actually i think he's australian I, mean, so- I take that back he's australian but he responded to me saying that he sold the rights to a producing to a a production company in Canada and that this one gentleman, whatever his name was, is, uh, was, um, you know, the director producer or whatever. And I was like, Oh man, that's super cool. I hope they do it good. Well, this is like 10, 15 years ago and they haven't done anything. So either it's in really long production process or something happened. Um, but uh but yeah i think we were i think we talked back and forth like four or five times um so that's really cool yeah i don't think you've ever told me that really but uh this this brings up another point of um how do you feel about writers just giving up their rights um I I don't know. I hope they do. I hope they make good choices, <laughs> and they probably have like their book agents and managers like in on that as well, or editors. I don't know yeah. how that process works, well, but surely they wouldn't just. I don't know. I think the way you phrase it, like give it up, means they're very flasé about it. Well, but, I think um, I think that in some cases they are. I think in some cases they. They, I don't know if it's just naivety or if it's just hope that the company will do it. But I mean, I'm pretty sure like JK, for instance, JK Rowling, you know, she didn't give up her rights. Obviously she still owns the rights of the, um, you know, Harry Potter series. She was very involved in the movies and such, but, and then I'm pretty sure, wasn't there like a thing about the Narnia movies about how they sold the rights and it just majorly flopped or something like that i'm not sure about that one but i mean not as a writer i guess not being involved in your story when it's being transformed to movie just doesn't seem like a very (laughs) smart thing to do and i would sure hope that i mean anyone who creates something probably wants to be with it uh, for a long time, but if if you are a writer and you want to just sell your rights to your books or whatever, please don't. Just just please, <laughs> because I mean, like even if even if it's not going how you want, that's okay. You just say like, hey, this isn't what I wanted. So right, uh, or at least be smart about it and like be able to have a say when you do like sell the rights for the movie and everything. Yeah, um, yeah, like. I, I would hope that the author has um, some way to make sure that even if the project doesn't go anywhere, 
it doesn't go bad either. Like, yeah. like maybe it doesn't get produced enough that it uh, gets its feet off the ground, but yeah. I would hope they stay involved somehow and like get some credit for the world that they created. Yeah. Because you know? it's important. It's important. And we, we as, we as consumers enjoy when the author's involved with the movie because we feel like it would be worth it. You know, if the author's not involved in all, we just kind of feel a little bit turned down from that. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, we enjoyed your book <laughs> as an author. <laughs> so it's just like we want you to be involved. Anyway, this is not a rant to the authors for some odd reason. But uh, <laughs> but um, do you. OK, so kind of going to getting back on topic here. Um, so, of course, back in our, you know, childhood, uh, movies were a big deal, obviously books in the movies, Harry Potter, Twilight, all those Hunger Games, you know, they came out in movie form, but now there is a big hype on series and stuff, uh, TV shows. Um, do you think that it makes a difference whether it's movie form or series form i don't know if i've ever i don't know if i've watched a series um yet of a book that's been made from a book but i know you have do you think that that makes a difference whether it's a series or a movie absolutely uh i think it makes a huge difference especially like what you said earlier about wanting to see scene for scene word for word Mm. images from the book you have more time to do that in a series yeah. where in a movie, if you make the movie You've got two exactly hours. as the book, yeah. I mean, I would definitely sit for a 10 hour movie. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but if it was for a, a book I loved, but the um, movie, you have to cut stuff, you sacrifice stuff, you have to sw- change things a bit more to make it make sense in that time frame. Yeah. But television series. And I think that's why, we're getting more and more now. People have seen, wow, we can do a lot with a TV show. Yeah. And people love that. Um, Glad it took them like that long in... to figure it out. I know. <laughs> well, with all the streaming services now, we might have it more available yeah. than back then when it was like maybe just Netflix. Yeah, that's true. Know. That's true. Um, but to like name a few, Shadow and Bone on Netflix, um, a series of unfortunate events, mm-hmm. the TV show... Um, what there was another one that was really good and I lost it. Um, but there are some that even with that allotted amount of time and everything, they still change stuff. Yeah. I'm name dropping shadow hunters. Oh no. Um, on Freeform, um, which we can talk about more, but, uh, so like, I think that platform has allowed books to screen, really thrive more yeah i mean it's in we can kind of dive into some just kind of going off this point that i'm about to make but you know just like you were naming some there were there were this examples there of books that were made into movies that were okay maybe not the best success maybe not what they were hoping for uh, not enough to continue it, but that were very successful series, such as Mortal Instruments and a series of unfortunate events. 
Um, mm-hmm. Series of Unfortunate Events. I mean, I never personally read the books. Did, did you read the books? Yeah, I read I them fig- all. I figured. Um, <laughs> my sister, she was big on the books. I think I maybe read like the first three. Um, so when the movie came out, I was like, oh, perfect. I read the first three, which I'm pretty sure they were fit in the first three in the movie. Anyway, yeah. that's, that's a topic for another time. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, I enjoyed it. I mean, Jim Carrey, some big names were in it. Um you know, that, that movie, when you think about that movie, I don't think anyone ever, th- you know, is like, oh my gosh, that's the worst movie ever. I think anytime someone thinks that movie, they go, uh, it was good. So what, what was your opinion of it since you actually read it and everything? Um, Have you ever seen so the movie? F- of course I've seen the okay, movie. Um, for me, uh, when I see the movie first, before I read the books, mm-hmm. that kind of helps me like the movie a bit more. Um, I did that with this and Percy Jackson, um, but oh, yeah, Percy Jackson too. Um, I forgot to write that down. <laughs> I think Percy Jackson was it. That was the one, not Narnia. I think the person who wrote Percy, the Percy Jackson series sold their rights. Yeah, I um, think those movies. Those movies definitely led away from the books, but um, yeah, they're getting a TV show on Disney Plus now, so it's okay. Um, hopefully but what was serious dang it, what was i saying um yeah so the movie nope i'm totally <laughs> what were you talking i'm god uh the series of unfortunate event the movie yeah but what was the question <laughs> i don't think there was a question i think you were just talking oh you asked me what i thought about the movie oh yeah um <laughs> yeah so the movie was good um, I lost whatever point I was leading to, <laughs> so I hope that answers your question. Well, good. I'm glad that you enjoyed the movie. Um, All right. So what about the series? Do you think, okay, so I I haven't seen the series because I don't really care about the book. See, I'm not a fan of it, so I don't really care. But, uh, but what is your opinion of the series uh, from the movie or the books even? So the book series... Um, the author is just very whimsical in his wording. Like it is very dark, but there's a lot of double entendres and wordplay puns. And that's my favorite kind of humor. (laughs) So what the series did, not only were they able to do all the books, um, not just the first three, they had Patrick, I always mess up as uh, Patrick Warburton. Oh, um, that not Neil Patrick Harris. Wasn't he? Um, he he was Count Olaf, but Patrick Warburton was the narrator. Oh, um, gotcha, gotcha. He he was Lemony Snicket, and uh, I think he was the perfect person for that hmm. role. And um, it just made the whole series better. And so them having that time to go through all the books and. Did they Being do able a, to see everything? Did they do a full series? Yeah, they finished um, it yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. Really, I did not know yeah. that. It kind of dropped off. I feel like for me, or at least advertising wise. Yeah, um, each book got two episodes, except the thirteenth. Um, I think just had one. Was it just a one season dealio? No, I think they had three. Really? 
which means you could watch it. It hits your three season. Oh, it hits my yeah. three season mark. Yeah. Well, I'd have to read um, the books first. That's another. That's another thing that we could talk about. This might be a. This might be a two parter, folks. <laughs> uh, this definitely might be a two parter. Um, but uh, um, yeah, I mean, it's that's. I mean, that's another topic. I mean, do you feel like you have to read the books first before you watch something? I think yes. But I don't because of what I said about having seen the movies before I read the books made me not like totally hate the movies. I enjoyed them and I still do. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. I mean, I guess you have to not read the amazingness before you see the mediocre. <laughs> I mean, like, I guess I think that's kind of this. I mean, that's kind of said harshly, but like, I guess that's kind of the point really overall mm-hmm. like for me think... for instance for me the lord of the rings books and series and stuff like that um i love the movies grew up watching the movies enjoyed the movies passionately and then when i was older a couple you know in the last five six years i read the books and i could even get past halfway through a return of the king just because I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> like, I think I read The Hobbit, The Fellowship, and The Two Towers. And then I got halfway through The Return of the King. And I was like, okay. I know I know that's like a different thing. Because, first off, Tolkien is just, when he writes, is just to another level. But, uh, but anyway, I know you're trying to get to a point here. And I'm just rambling on. But, uh, but I think that the books definitely were mediocre to me while the movies were amazing. Even though I think if you were to switch that people who read the books and then watched the movies were disappointed in the movies rather than the books. Okay. Now you go. Right. No, I think that it really does depend on the person themselves and like their personal views of everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the content I haven't read Lord of the Rings. I own all the books Mm -hmm. and I want to, but I just haven't, done that because i know that sometimes i can lose interest in a book Mm -hmm. and even though i love the lord of the rings movies and world and lore i don't know if i could get through the the books like you i would probably stop halfway um but it's definitely on like my bucket book list um but so it really depends on the person yeah um well, one of one of the things that I feel bad for you, um, and if you're a Harry Potter fan, I do recommend going and listening to our four part series of you know Harry Potter, <laughs> where we dive deep into it, uh, you know, talking about everything. But one of the things you'll learn if you uh, haven't read that or haven't listened to that, those episodes, or if you have, is that Jonathan watched the movies before he read the books. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's something I feel bad about, even though I had nothing to do with it. But, you know, I feel like you would have absolute. I mean, I know you love the books and I know you love the movies, but I feel like if you would have read the books and then watched the movies, it would have been a completely different experience. And you would have still enjoyed the movies. You would have just it just would have been a different experience for you. Right. Yeah. To me, the the books no the movies are great because that's what i saw uh-huh. first and um when i read the book i feel i feel like they did 
a lot of good things in the movie. There are obviously obviously some stuff we missed out, yeah. like Ginny and everything. Ginny <laughs> like, and everything. <laughs> Just name drop a major um, character. Ginny <laughs> and everything. <laughs> if you're familiar with Harry Potter, you know what we're talking about. Um, but so the books were obviously better because for the most part, they always are. Um, yeah. So, but because I watched them first, I also don't really have any issues with the movies. And you had Dumbledore's death spoiled for you. Okay, well... But I did to too, fair, to be honest. I had, I had waited until college to watch <laughs> and read these, so I feel like after a certain point with popular culture, you can't hide yeah, um, you can't. from the references. It's like never having seen Star Wars and knowing that Darth Vader is Luke's father. Yeah. It's just like a... Just like it's a popular thing yeah. to know. Well, I, and that's the thing about it, you know. I I I was ruined with Dumbledore's death as well because I think my sister was reading the book first, and then I, you know, was trying. I was waiting for her to read it because that's what you had to do back then, <laughs> and uh, you couldn't just buy multiple copies of a book. No, just kidding. Um, uh, but I think someone was like, "Oh yeah, Dumbledore died," and I was like, "Are you freaking kidding?" Like, what is your problem? Do you even live life anyway? But, uh, so yeah, <laughs> it is a bummer that you guys spoiled, but at the same time, I did too, and I read the books first before. Um, but I mean, I, I wonder what the psychology is behind that. You know, why? I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I know what it is, but I wonder if there's like a deeper meaning to the psychology level of that. You know, people who watch the movies first and then read the books, they lean more towards the movies and then people who've read the books more. I mean, I know what it is. It's just because you, it's what you watched first. It's what's your first experience of it. So of course it's going to be better um, than your second go around of it, even if it wasn't perfect or whatever. Uh, it's just different. And so you're going to lean naturally towards your first experience of that story. So nothing wrong with that at all, but it is kind of interesting of what, why people leaned that way and everything. But. Right. And I mean, it's not to say that when you want, after you've watched the movie and you read the book for the first time, you probably are still disappointed that the movie missed some things that when you read the book you enjoyed. But I think it really is just like what you said, you experienced that first, you liked it. So you searched for more content and found the book had more in it because it can take its time where a movie can't. Yeah. Because a book has two, three, four hundred pages, while a script has a hundred and some odd pages. Unless it's a Sarah J. Mass book, then it's nine hundred oh, to a thousand pages. <laughs> Woo, that's a that's a page turner there. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's just uh, a series you can go more into. You know, a, t a TV show when you have a a season that's ten episodes and every episode's forty five minutes to an hour, even thirty minutes. You've got five hours at least, five to ten to maybe even twelve hours there. So mm -hmm. compared to a movie that can't be longer than two and a half hours because, you know, uh, attention spans and stuff like that. So, of course, you're going to get more in a series than you would in a movie. But uh, did you watch uh, Where the Crawdad Scenes? I haven't yet. You haven't have you read the book? No, I own it. <laughs> oh, well, that's something you can read. Now, I recommend <laughs> I recommend watching the movie before reading the book. 
the only reason I say that is because I have watched the movie, have not read the book, and I enjoyed the movie. I have a friend who read the book, loved the book, watched the movie, hated the movie. Yeah, that's well. That's kind of what we're deciding. That is, on, that is that exactly. If you watch the movie first, you love it. <laughs> but the book—that's what we should just do for everything. So, at every book in life right now, if you think that a movie is going to be made of it, you cannot read it. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> Until the movie comes out or series, and then you have to watch it, and then you're allowed to read the book. That is how. I don't like this motto. That's how the world needs to work starting starting today. Um, but, uh, but no, I mean, there is a, there is a lot of, um, stuff you can do in a series rather than a movie. Um, are you a big, uh, are you a big, like, wrinkle in time person? Have you ever read those books? I read the first one. Yeah. Um, after I watched the movie, I think. It might have been before. Okay. I mean, I remember being a kid and my parents trying to get me to read wrinkle in time and i was like this does not sound interesting to me it's a trippy book for a kid yeah and so i never read it and so i I never watched the movie either but i was curious if if um if you had watched it because i know that the wrinkle in time is a popular series i don't think the movie had great success if i remember correctly but i mean it is what it is yeah i don't I mean, I don't really... It's been a while since I watched the movie. Yeah. I definitely remember reading the book first. Yeah. Um, I think a friend in college actually told me about it, and so I read it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like the movie might have missed a lot of the... Like, it had a lot of the stuff that happened, but it missed the meaning of a lot of the stuff. Yeah. I can't elaborate on that right now because I don't remember. That's <laughs> just what I remember yeah. thinking at the time. Yeah. Now, of course, I wasn't big into this because I never I never got into the books, but I'm pretty sure half of the world population did, even more than that, but all the Hunger Games stuff. Mm, um, I love the Hunger Games. <laughs> uh, I never got into the books. I It was kind of like Twilight. I think I read like the first couple of chapters, and I was like, okay, I'm done. I'll just watch the movie, and then I never even watched the movie because I didn't really care about it. Um, but do you feel like the Hunger Games did well with that? Or do you think that they did well at the beginning or kind of lost traction? Or what was your, what's your radar of the Hunger Games stuff? And the new one's coming out too, I think, right? Yes. I'm really excited for the new movie. Um, Which honestly, I thought they were all done. Did she write a new book and then they made the movie out of it? Yeah. Um, she wrote a prequel. Um, uh... it's about the 10th Hunger Games with President Snow as a mentor in the game Interesting. um it's called the ballad of i always mix them up it's either songbirds and snakes or snakes and songbirds i think it's of songbirds and snakes i think so too um which oof, i could talk about we could do an episode on that if you ever read it because that book i loved it oh really it took a long time for me to get into it but you get to see a whole I mean, different side of that world. If it took you a long world. time to get into it, I'm definitely not gonna get into it. Well, no, <laughs> that I have, I just have different moods of books. Oh. You should definitely try it because, yeah, true. By the end, it's probably one of my favorite books. Really, that That's feeling that I got at the end was crazy, and I will talk to you about it 
but I want you to read it first. Okay. Um, it's one of those things that I would never talk to someone who hasn't read the book because you need to experience that for yourself. Um, <laughs> so that's why I'm excited for the movie. Plus, the main girl in that movie is going to be played by the girl who played Maria in West Side Story, the new one. Oh. So that's exciting. Um, just random fact for you. Mm, I like random facts. Um, but The Hunger Games itself, I thought the movies were really good. Um, I read the books first, and so there were obviously some things that were left out or changed that you miss because you liked how it worked in the book, but mm-hmm. it didn't work like that in the uh, movie. But honestly, for the most part, I thought they did an excellent job. Anything I didn't like in the movies was uh, either because they changed it or because it's what happened in the book, and I didn't like when it happened in the book. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's good. I mean, I, it's funny because you hear about Hunger Games, and, you know, obviously people lo- enjoy the books, and you really don't hear too many complaints about the movies. Like, you don't hear, like, major uproars like the Mortal Instrument movie. Um, which even then you didn't hear a lot of uproar, but you definitely knew that people didn't like it. I don't think you've ever, I don't think you've ever, I've never knew that no one liked the Hunger Game movies. Yeah. So. And I think it's hard because when things get so hyped up, it can become tiring <laughs> and people do get sick of it a lot of times, which is kind of unfair to the content itself because they are excellent books. Like they won awards. They, um, a lot of like high school teachers have them in their curriculum, but, yeah. uh, like, isn't it amazing that Harry Potter didn't get all that? Yeah. Like, Harry Potter was just a very special, maybe it was just a very special time in history. You know, it was just a perfect moment, but like, I feel like the hype was real for that, and they 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 uh, successfully followed up with that hype. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's wrong of me to say, but I don't know. Just when you think about Harry Potter and you think of the hype that it caused between nineteen ninety nine and what twenty twelve or something, um, or maybe even long, I don't even remember. But um, but yeah, I mean, it definitely. People were disappointed maybe at some things, but overall it was a very good experience. Um, now, what about, were you, are you a big Maze Runner person? Yes. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Was that too enthusiastic? No, no, um, it wasn't. That's one of the ones where I love the books. I read them first. And the first one I grew to be okay with. <laughs> like I liked the movie. The second one... I feel like they took the book and threw it out the window hmm. and just kept the title. Um, there are still some parts that, yes, they did happen in the book, but I just felt like there was a lot missing Yeah. that I enjoyed in the books. And I don't know. Yeah. I think that was, I think that was the exact same response that you could have with the Percy Jackson series. You know, I, yeah. I think the first one was great. I think the second one was. So they they made a second one for sure, but the real question See is, monsters. yeah, did they make a third one? No, they never made a third one. So the second one was the bad one. Yeah, because they did 
a lot of stuff from the second book, but then they brought in the final bad guy being Kronos and like I guess they kind of defeated him in the movie. I can't remember, but where do you go from there when you've defeated the <laughs> and bad guy? how many guy? books are there in the Percy Jackson series? I feel like there's a lot. Five, with a sixth one coming out. He wrote another one, oh and it comes out this year. Well, he obviously didn't get a, give up the rights, but I think he didn't. I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't think he had any involvement in the movies. I haven't read a lot about it, but I have read some comments, and I I don't think he was involved. I don't think he likes. He, I think he said he doesn't like adaptations of his books, or or he doesn't watch them. Um, because like the musical, there's a Lightning Thief there musical. There is, yeah. I don't, I don't think he ever. He said he never went and saw it because he doesn't like seeing adaptations of his books. Interesting. Why even do it um, then? I mean, I guess it makes him more money. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, hmm. What's his name? And I mean, he may have Rick Riordan, Rick Riordan. or Riordan. He has he has multiple different series out, like over different like uh, history god stuff, right? Yeah, he's done Egyptian, Egyptian. Norse. I think I got and... into the Egyptian one, and I enjoyed it, but I don't think I got too far into it. Those are. But good. I feel like he's got like, gosh, five different subplotted series or something like that yeah there are three whole different series in the camp half-blood universe um well i guess they're all in the same universe because like annabeth is in magnus chase um the norse series Mm -hmm. so he's got like uh six different series in total and then he's also like his corporation or whatever um publishes other authors mythology from everywhere so like interesting. he has his name on so a many lot. different books now interesting yeah i mean i think that i think that's sad i think that it's sad that he i mean it makes sense i mean why he, he's got his own stuff he's got his own thing going he doesn't need to be babying people that are interested in his stuff he just need i guess that makes sense because why would you why would you baby people that are just going to just ruin it <laughs> he's all but i he seems to be more involved in this new disney plus percy jackson show oh um he's talked a lot about the casting choices and everything i'm really excited for it it's gotten a lot hmm. of backlash because they've casted characters as different color than what they are in the book um hmm. but that's one of those things where if the if the author of the book is okay with it, then I'm okay with it. Like he, uh, he sees the character in them. And so I'm excited to see what they do with the series as a whole kind of thing. Yeah. Way way to put it back on track to, to talk about the series and it being made into a series and hopefully it's a better series than it was a movie. Second movie. movie. Yeah. Well, we're running out of time. (laughs) Um, so speaking of series, um, this is a kind of a hot topic right now. Of course, it was uh, recently-ish announced that HBO Max is doing a Harry Potter series, and it's not a spinoff; it's a remake of the yeah. series. Uh, re uh, <laughs> recasting everyone. 
Um, so interesting. Uh, I feel like it hasn't been long enough. I don't know. You know, it's kind of funny. You think about the movies that are, that have been made in your lifetime, and you think, "Oh, I bet they'll break a me- they'll do a remake when I'm like 50, and I'm like 29." Nope. <laughs> and I'm all ten like, years later. I'm like ten years later. Um, it's, it's still it's still there, guys. It's still it's still there. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I don't know what what's your quick thoughts on that. Just quick. Well. Just quick. Um, I, I don't see why that's necessary. Because not only are they doing Harry Potter, but they just announced they're, uh, someone's doing a Twilight TV series remake. Mm. We just had those movies. Whether they were done well or not, we just had them. Which I think they there were. So many... They were successful. Those, those two franchises were successful franchise series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they made it to the end. Like, Divergent, we didn't even get the last movie. Yeah. Um, the So, those two, they did all their movies. Um, but now they're remaking them. Hunger Games is different. It's a new book in that world that they're making. They're not redoing the original three. Yeah. Um, and, I don't know. I feel like there are so many other awesome books that deserve to be brought to the screen. And we're just going back to things that have already been done. Yeah. And hopefully they don't ruin it. I mean, that's, I mean, whether, whether you think it's going to be good or not, whether you, you want to trash on it or not, I don't care. Like that's one of the things that I don't really care about. If they do a good job and they make it, you know, they have passion for it and they do a good job, then bravo props to them. But if it's trash, then that's a different story. It's like they better get right. their they better get their stuff together before they do this and make sure that it's really good, really dedicated, and really you know fan whatever. Because um, if they don't, they are gonna bite themselves in the butt. And I don't know mm-hmm. if that's gonna be uh, good or not. But we'll see what happens. I'll probably watch it. But I mean, it's probably gonna, yeah, it's, I mean, it's probably gonna be another couple years until it's. We both here, know so. we're gonna watch it, but. We is it a do we feel it's unnecessary? Yeah. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Uh, to kind of wrap it up. Books that we want to see made into movies or series. I've got two particularly. Do you have any idea? I have so many. Just pick like one or two. No, I will tell you all. <laughs> and this is the part two, folks. No, just kidding. <laughs> um. So, just to tie in to stuff that I want to see. And I know they're making, they're making like a court of thrones and roses, a series they're making um, shiver by Maggie Stiefvater, a series, which I'm super excited for, or a movie. I can't remember. Um, And then of course the Percy Jackson series. Um, I would like to see the night circus, but that's one of Mm. the ones it would have to be done perfectly or I would cry. Um, (laughs) Yeah. It's a good book. If you have not like listened to the Night Circus episode, <laughs> <laughs> go and listen because it's really good. Okay, continue. <laughs> um, I would love to see that. I would love to see some of the other series in the Shadowhunter world. Mm. They've done Shadowhunters. We didn't really get a chance to talk about how they messed that up, even though it was really popular. Yeah. 
for some reason. I mean, um, the, they messed up the movie and the book, so or, or the movie and the series, so they need to get their crap together. Right. I mean, some of the changes <laughs> that were in the series were approved by the author, and I'm like, why would you do this? But anyway, but they have, like, a prequel series that's set in Victorian or Edwardian mm-hmm. London. Um, you wanted me to read that, and I haven't read it fav- yet. It's because they're amazing, and they're one of my favorite books here. <laughs> um, it's called The Infernal Devices by Cassandra Clare. Um, <laughs> I think I heard they were making that, or like an anime version. I don't know. Ooh. I would be happy. I like anime. I would be happy if they did that, if it was correct. Because, um, I mean, they have a manga out for that series as well. Mm. Anyway, so that's one of the ones I would like to see on the screen. But again, they have to be done well. Mm, yeah. So you're worried. You would be worried about it. I would. Um, <laughs> your initial response would not be excitement. Would no, I your watch initial it and would then be probably excitement. own it eventually anyway. Probably. Yeah. It would still be that world. Like I said, I consume content as much as I can when I like something. So I would still probably obsess over it, even if it wasn't the greatest. Yeah. Um, but I think it would make a great TV show, like even if it's just like a one season thing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. What about you? I think my two are my favorite book series, uh, two series that I just I've loved since I was a kid. I really want to read them again. I actually reread like the first four books of the one series. Um, I've already mentioned the one that's Ranger's Apprentice. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure. I think they have like 15 books in the regular series. And then I think they have a spinoff of the, of the series as well. I have the first book. I just have never read it, (sighs) but, uh, but I'm pretty sure they have that spinoff as well, but that could, I mean, I, I mean, when I, when I emailed that author 10 years ago, I wanted to see it on, you know, film and, uh, and hopefully they, they do it someday because I think it would be a great series. They would have to do it right. I definitely think they would have to do it right. But overall, I think it would be fan freaking tastic, especially since it's kind of like olden days, you know, archers and knights and stuff like that. Uh, so it's not like time period, which would I, I just think it would be really good. I don't know. if I think that one would make a better TV series. But at the same time, I don't I don't know. I don't know because it's very – the books are not episodic and they're very just – I don't know. I feel like they would make good movies. You could probably make them into TV shows, but they would make good movies too. The other one right. is one of my favorite uh, book series. It's Pendragon. Um, and it's just such a good story. I think they have like 10 or 11 books in the series. And I think that one would definitely be uh, movie-oriented. But like I said, they would have to be very, very good. You could not mess these up, in my opinion. So there's only one solution. If you're the writer of either of these, please contact me (laughs) (laughs) and fund. (laughs) And fund or find a production company and say, hey, this guy's in charge of it. And I will happily, happily do that. For sure. Oh my gosh. For sure. Um, but no, those are the two that I would I would say. If you have not read those series, I definitely recommend. Oh, they're so freaking good. 
Jonathan, you actually, need to read both of them. You have not read either of those, and I'm very upset. Listen, I got all 13 of the Pendragon books because you recommended Really? It. And I Oh, Jonathan, <laughs> you rip on my heart. I didn't even know um, you had them. Yeah, I have all of them. Jonathan, I just haven't started Jonathan, it yet. You need to do that tonight. Start the first, first one tonight. I'm gonna and we're gonna do a podcast over it. <gasps> do it, do it, do it, do it, please. Okay, I believe in you. All right, um, yeah. I mean, seriously. One, one more series. If if I read those books, you have to read Scythe by Neil Schusterman. Okay, I I, I agree um, with those terms because that would also make a great sci-fi ish um show. I would love to see that. Um, but even just the books are amazing and you should read those. Okay. Everyone should read them. All right. So after we get done recording, we're going to make a deal. So just saying. Okay. I'll read Pendragon. You read <laughs> that, You read. Scythe. That's the deal, but it'll be more detailed and in blood. I think I think you might enjoy Scythe. I think you're going to enjoy Pendragon. It's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, any last thoughts or are we wrapping it up? I felt like we could have gone longer, but for some reason, this oh, episode sure. has a time limit. So, um, books are better. Oh, book, oh, you're just oh wow, but, you're just you're just saying that at the very end, books are better. <laughs> but that doesn't lessen the movie or TV show. Oh, either. we're definitely gonna have to do a part two over this. Uh, part two coming soon. We will end this, but definitely we're gonna have to talk about this at, a, at another point. Maybe dive a little bit into the stuff we didn't get to talk about, Narnia. Uh, the Mortal Instruments stuff, uh, Twilight, you know, some stuff we didn't talk about, but maybe maybe we'll do that in a shorter 30-minute episode at another time. But uh, but whether we like it or not, uh, they're going to be making movies and or series about the books that we love and adore. Uh, we can't stop it. We just have to hope that the people that make it love it as much as we did. Um, overall, I'd say I haven't been disappointed about the books that I have enjoyed being made into movies but i do know that there have been some movies that are just garbage when it comes to being similar to the books i mean isn't that the overall point though to bring the book to life not just make it your own story that someone else just kind of picked up from you or you just picked up from someone so uh that's kind of just the point of it right so um thanks for being on the show jonathan really appreciate it love being here and uh, thank you for listening, you listeners out there. Shows come out every two weeks on Thursdays. Go follow me on Facebook. And if you haven't found me on YouTube yet, go and like and subscribe to me there. Thanks for listening. Stay safe out there. And remember, you don't care.